Welcome to Let's Talk About Treks, an episodic review of today's visions of the future featuring Earl Grey and Jack Dorino. Listen in as Jack and Earl bleat about the bush for Star Trek Discovery Season 1, Episode 4, The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry. The title is, uh, here's, the, here's the title, the title of this episode is The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry. Um, so, I'm really trying to figure out, like, I, I tried to, I've been trying to do a search, um, and I, I get the, I know the, um, the reference of, like, the lamb as far as, like, Christian theology, right? Uh, well, I mean, I'm just thinking of a regular four-legged lamb. And when you're trying, when, when when you've got a, uh, I'm taking it literally. Oh. And a literal oh. knife cannot literally care about oh. a crying lamb. Okay, so sure, absolutely, one hundred percent. So uh, okay, um, so, uh, so, God is not a knife, right? I don't think it's calling God a knife. I, I know it's not. It's not. I don't. I don't think okay. it is because God shows His compassion because of the cries of Jesus, right? So He He spared us all because Jesus said, "Spare us," right? So He cared for the lamb's cry. It, it's not up to the. It's not up to the knife to care. It's up to the butcher. Yeah, so the oh, so but the butcher, right, right, right. So the, the butcher cared, but the butcher's knife would have been. But is God the butcher, N- or are the Romans oh. the butcher? Well, the butcher's knife, the butcher's knife would be the active piece of God that did the slaying of Jesus, right? So that would be the Romans, and, and by capital G God you're referring to God the Father I am are yes. we are we assuming that we both understand the the Holy Trinity uh, so I I am assuming that there's an understanding so you have does that apply I guess it does apply in this in I mean, the way that yeah. I'm trying to discuss it um, okay. the, well the Trinity itself doesn't apply because the Holy Spirit doesn't come into this well, it we're, doesn't we're have talking. to, but talking about the God, God the Father and God the Son, that My automatically... fucking phone just die? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'll edit all that out. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, something <laughs> happened on my phone, and it, like, tweaked me out for a second. I'm Why sorry. was my Wells Fargo card just declined? What the fuck? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that. Um, They're trying... Hulu's trying to bill you again. Where were we? So, um... And then I just got another buzz. I got a buzz as if, like, you missed your fucking phone. Yeah, and then Wells Fargo hit me again and was like, yeah, your your transaction was declined. You need to turn off all of your uh, auto pay. Oh, 1995. Oh, the damn, um, uh, some porn site tried to charge me just now. You you have a subscription to Pornhub. Yeah, I have two stupid subscriptions. Like, so I have a subscription to as as in the middle of our God conversation. Yeah, I have a subscription. (laughs) I have a subscription to. That's okay. The Bible's full full of pornography. I mean, God made porn, and porn don't warn. Um, I I mean, Adam went when you know. Look at the Sistine, the ceiling in the Sistine Chapel. I know it's foul. So I have um, I have two different ones. I don't know what they are. 
I forget mm-hmm. what they are. And then I have one that somebody shared with me, and uh, I think I look at them like I'll use them like once a month. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so like I just because I, I guess because I like I don't I want to like wade through mountains of porn to find what it is that you know uh, yums my yum. <laughs> what what yums your yum? Whatever that means. Uh, we can discuss that at a later date. <laughs> I'm sure well, at it'll some point, you've already told your audience our so audience. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start. Well, I'll give you the most basic details. <laughs> uh, actually, let me give you let me give you a uh, so like so have to do a middle chocolate. welterweight males. We'll say so middle like what? Don't nobody nobody wants a bean pole. But I also don't want like an iron giant, right? So like you know, and also like so I don't I don't okay so I also like I don't go for anything that has to do with like poo poo, okay? <laughs> and I don't do which like include okay so that doesn't include like butt sex because I'm totally down with butt sex. I just I'm not down with like I'm not down with like anybody sticking like things that are not okay. Just ladies and gentlemen. And might I remind you, this is not, 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 not a G-rated show. <laughs> we maybe discuss things like rough gay sex on crystal meth or things like that. If your kid asks you today what rough gay sex on crystal meth is, don't blame me. Blame <laughs> you because you played the show. Yeah, you you knew the show was rated a certain way. Don't come to us. Just want to let you know. There we're uh, we're not rated. We're we're so we're so bizarre and out there. We I'll can't tell you what. So just Star Trek Discovery's TV TV uh, fourteen for violence. Really? I think we might be TV forty one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably no. See, there's a difference between being a, a adult and mature. I know eighty year old women that are not mature enough to appreciate the things that I appreciate that are mature. Sure, sure. Does that sure, make sense? Sure, sure. I got you. Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. But they're certainly adult. Yes, but they're they're people <laughs> people people can shelter themselves though. You you have the option yes. to shelter yourself. You you have yes. you one hundred percent have that option. And if yes. you decide that you don't want to uh if you want to limit yourself <laughs> and keep like all of your fantasies fantasies, then you should do that. You know what? And I fully and wholeheartedly um, say that you you should do that because yeah. um, sometimes you can live a fantasy and then be like, well, damn, what am I going to fantasize about now? And then so your fantasies have to get like more ornate, <laughs> ornate and more ridiculous, and then you end oh, up really? running the frelling country and trying to incite a rebellion <laughs> against the Congress on January sixth of twenty twenty one. You're just going to bring this up every. I'm going to bring up every goddamn chance I get. Because I tell you what, like people, I don't know why people are not like screaming all over the city about this. This man tried to start a civil war by inciting a rebellion against the Congress. The people were running through the halls talking about, we're going to kill you, Nancy Pelosi. Like, are you fracking kidding me? And they and the guys are like, well, we can't we can't convict him. We're going to go ahead and acquit him. And uh, you go ahead and try him as a private citizen. And if he wants to run for office again, is that my? That's my best Mitch McConnell. Is it good? I feel like it sounds it's just not like not too McConnell. bad. But I think our show just got flagged as a potential uh, terrorist because of the phrase. Hey, listen, you know what? Listen, the, anybody the, listening the to this show, <laughs> please do not, 
try to rebel against the United States of America. We're doing our best here. United States of America, the United States of America is a precursor to the United Federation of Planets. You see how like there's the same number of words and it all starts with United. Like it's, it's the idea, United Federation of Planets, United States well, of America. And, and, and like, it's the inspiration to the United African States. I mean, they even have like, is from. They even have a constitution. They have a charter. They may have a declaration of independence, but you know what? That's probably comes from the United States Declaration of Independence. Yeah, there's, I mean, a, the, there's a Bill of US, Rights. The UFP didn't need to declare independence from anybody. They were, they were the first. Yeah, they actually declared dependence on one another. <laughs> yeah, we, we are dependent upon you. Now, let UFP, me ask you a USA, see how that works? Yeah. So, um... I was listening to something the other day that was talking about history of uh, the future and like was somewhere it book called the history of the future. N- no. Oh, damn it. Maybe no. But they were referring to a time before the UFP. Okay. But after, say, the TV show Enterprise. <sighs> oh, I know. They were Ooh, talking I... about the Romulan yeah. War. They were talking about the Romulan War. Oh, sure. Season five of Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. Well, maybe six. Okay. Um, and uh, they were talking about how a precursor to the United Federation Planets was the United Confederate or the, the Confederate Federation of Planets or something like that. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> the United Confederation? Yeah, the United Confederation. Yeah. Yeah, I have problems now, with that. Is that a beta canon thing or is that an alpha canon? Man, I think it's a. Uh, don't get me walking. Don't get me walking fine lines. But I'm gonna say that they're they're okay. Is that something in books? Oh, man. Book? Okay. All right. Are you ready for this? Sure. Hit me. I'm not ready for this. Ouch. Uh, so it has to do with. Um, I'm I'm actually looking up to make sure that I'm not talking that I'm not speaking this wrong. Um Yeah, so Yeah, I don't know what this is. I really don't. So I decided to look it up. It says disclosure.fandom.com. What is disclosure? Oh, disclose Oh, okay. So I've actually read this book. It's funny that I have read the book Disclosure because it is um so the first book is one in which the people people are hiding uh, the government is hiding the fact that there's there's aliens, right? And they end up showing. They end up. Uh, it's by Ari e. Hunter, I think. Is oh, it? is it about our the real life human world, United States government hiding the fact? Man, this is this is not the book that I thought it was. This is Ari e. Ari e. Hunter is clearly like some sort of uh, some sort of uh, some sort of some sort of sex writer. <laughs> She writes all about. She writes all about his uh, his ample manhood, <laughs> plundering her her timid virginity. I I don't yeah. I don't think this is a uh, this isn't PG forty one. This is NC thirty nine. Yeah, uh, that's okay. So erase, 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 erase. Forget what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. So listen. Uh, Listen, the Confederation, well, the Confederation. So I don't know, man. So I've heard, I've heard this this term bandied around, yeah. and my let me go ahead, let me go ahead and make a disclaimer for myself. 
I, I'm 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 all for all types of people for everybody. Like sure. I'm good with everybody because like you know I grew up like I said like I've been saying like I'll like I'll say time and time again over the next you know the course of the next like hopefully like six more seasons of Star Trek Discovery. Um, <laughs> I I grew up on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise D. Yes. Okay. And to me, humans are humans. So why should it be you and I should get along? No. So like humans are humans. Klingons are Klingons, even though some Klingons are humans, even though some humans are Klingon-y. Um, but mm -hmm. like human, android, Klingon, Vulcan, Romulan, you know, Andorian, like these are the separations between races. Not There's no separation in race in human. Like we're all human, right? See? So that's my disclaimer. That being said, the Confederation of Planets sounds like some backwater creation of some some angry Southerners who've been passed down this like misplaced like misogynistic racist bullshit where like we can't just have a United Federation of Planets because that means that we're falling in line with people who overthrew us and we should really be a confederation of planets because the confederation is where everything comes from. Woo! Food the south, my dog! No, I'm saying, like, you know, I love Georgia. Like, Georgia's my favorite place to live, but I'll tell you what. Uh, tell you what. There well, are some people who really believe that President Trump was right in inciting a riot and an overthrow of the United States, of the proper United States. Okay. So, like, I, I just think, like, when I hear Confederation of Planets, I just think Confederacy. And I think Confederacy of Dunces. And I think, like, that's dumb. Like, whenever you put Confederate in there, it makes me think that you are backwards thinking and that you are one of the people who believe, woo, the South will rise again. You know, like, and maybe... Okay, so... You know, like, like, let's let's back up and look at this more practically, though. Okay, let's look practically things. <laughs> but it, what? Nothing to do with the the, the confederated united the United Confederate States of the Civil War. Historic. Well, one a confederation is where the states have more power and the federal has little power, right? So they're the states have they're less united but they are sort of united under a minor federal government but i don't know they they briefly they did briefly in the 1700s toy with the idea of making our country the uh the confederate states of america so it has, it had, it yeah. had nothing to do with uh uh, uh slavery or who should own slaves and who shouldn't, North and sure, South. Sure. Um, it's an actual historical thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I can see maybe allowing Earth to to rule over Earth and Andoria to rule over Andoria, but when they need Bajor help for Bajorans. Bajor for Bajorans, but when they need help together, the Confederation comes together and defeats um, the Borg. Okay, so, so, so speaking again as an adult, because I guess I'm gonna pretend like I'm an adult for a second. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, <laughs> the USS Charon, before yeah. it became the, uh, spoiler, 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 um, it was like a play-by-email simulation, and it was like widely considered one of the best role-playing games in the organization known as the United Confederation of Interstellar Planets. So the UCIP, okay. for a long time, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say starting around 1994, which is probably yeah, when some of you were born. I know, but I've heard they, of the UCIP. Yeah, so that's the that's that's the other way that I know of something being called a confederation. Um, okay. I don't, I cannot remember off the top of my head who who started the whole thing. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't, I can't say that I know that there was any sort of. Uh, uh, any sort of uh, connection with anything, you know, rebel or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe it's just perfectly, maybe I'm just being a jerk. I could just be being, I like being a jerk. I used to be on the Thunder Child, <laughs> by the way, which was. You used ship. to be a what? On, on the Thunder Child. It was a USS oh. Thunder Child. It was a, one of their oh, okay. ships. Um, the USS Charon uh, uh, also has nothing to do, by the way, with, um, with, uh, Spoiler, CBS. spoiler, 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 by the way. Just so you know. Um, Wait, what? It's, there's a bunch of... Spo- if I mention that, the name of that ship, um, we oh. might be spoiling stuff from uh, from the rest of this, this current season. Um, the USCIP, uh, by the way, the USCIP is still a functional organization. Yeah, they, they even are. have a Discord server, so I'm going to go ahead and oh, say, okay. uh, hey, listen, any negative comments that I'm making about, about like Confederation and all that has nothing to do with them. That's just a that's part of their name, okay? Yeah. And okay. like, while I might have personal and visceral like reactions to the word confederacy, okay, they're fine. It's fine. Go ahead and okay. email an IRC with them, um, especially like if you're uh, if you're IRCing. Oh, by the way, I did navigate <laughs> to their website in the meantime, and I found that their organization was founded on December 6, nineteen ninety four, by Admiral Mark Miller. And and I'm so, sure he's a great guy. Like I don't I don't know where he lived at the time. They have a constitution. Yep. They have an inspector general. Like they have, they have uh, some good some good stuff about him. Yeah. So like okay. don't don't take anything I'm saying to mean anything negative because you know, Sims yeah. are great. Fandom is great, and yep. uh, the Caron is not the admiral's flagship. I mean the uh, emperor's flagship. Just so <laughs> the emperor's to flagship. be clear, it's not the emperor's flagship. It's just a ship. So uh, so maybe. Um, in this, what, what they're talking about is maybe at some point during, because I think there was a Confederate States of America in the 1700s that was there for a little bit and failed before they decided to become a United States of America. And they realized, hey, a Confederacy can't work. And again, history repeated itself and their Confederacy didn't work. So Maybe there, maybe Star Trek history is trying to reflect U.S. American history, and started they they started their country organization with as a confederacy. Maybe it failed because maybe the Romulan War, you know, you know the the Andorians didn't want to help the humans, and the Vulcans eventually pulled out. Um, maybe after the Romulan War they decided, yeah, this confederacy isn't working, and history repeated itself, so they decided to become a united federation of planets or united states of planets, or united planets of America? <laughs> um, the, united, the united planets of the universe. <laughs> of, of the Milky Way. Sure, sure. sure. Um, well, you know, 
depending on never mind i was about to create a whole <laughs> whole uh, new universe you got to be careful with your words because you know sometimes the, yeah, just the words yeah. you speak can create entire universes yeah, i keep telling yeah. my partner that we create the universe that happens around us and because um, <laughs> we do because like if we're getting along things work well and like the times that we don't get along like things fall the f apart around yeah. us and okay. like other people's sure. other people's shit falls apart and i was like he was about to like not go vote this last november and i was like homie oh we have God. to go vote because you and i create the universe around us like let's go and he was like really down that day i was like no no, no let's go let's fucking go we gotta go we gotta do this we gotta do it like no matter this is the most important thing that i've done all year long we have to go do this <laughs> yeah. and we went and did it and guess what homie we did it we fucking did we, it yeah and we, you know what brother what up, homie? Can I use that word? Yeah, man. Friend? Yeah. We did it. Yeah, we did. We did. We united. Yes, we did. And our voice is strong. Yes, we did. And you know what, Joseph Robinette? Let me tell you something. <laughs> you are not doing the things that I thought you were going to do as fast as what you said you were going to do. Okay, so I'm going to give you some leeway on this $1,400 <laughs> check because you said the whole campaign trail, you were like, we got to get these guys from Georgia in so we can get this whole $2,000 check in. I'm like, dope, man. Let's do it. Let's get Georgia to vote all these these guys in that are like Democrats so that we can like get our fucking $2,000 check. And then this man gives me a cop-out of, well, they gave you $600 last year, so this year we give you $1,400, and there's your $2,000. Joseph Robinette, you told me you were going to give me $2,000. <laughs> and you're giving me 14. I'm going to let it slide this time. But <laughs> you mind your P's and Q's and your LGBTQ's. All that. <laughs> Watch out, homie. LGBTQ plus. No, it's actually the LGBTQIAP. IAP? Yeah, intersex, asex, pansex. Oh. Shouldn't there be a Z in there somewhere? For what? Uh, okay. Like, if you only like people, if you only like people who are named Zoe. There you go. Like, cause you know, it's like, a, it's a, it's an, it's a changeable, it's a, it's an, it's a, it's a, it's an asexual name, Zoe, right? Sure. So, okay. Like, you could, you could, you could, uh, you could be a boy Zoe or a girl Zoe. Uh, I mean, you could even be, you could even perhaps be a gorilla Zoe. So you may not. So you're you're gonna want to listen to this episode later, Peter, because I've just sampled a little bit of Gorilla Zoe. Wait, wait, my my gears are turning. Wait, hold on. Yeah, I you, I, I can guarantee you, you can stop them gears right there. Because <laughs> all the hoes knock knocking never never entered your ears. I am sure. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. You'll get some Gorilla Zoe. You got some, you look. You listen to this episode. You got yourself a little culture. You got some Gorilla Zoe in there. And guess what? We have now successfully achieved the goals that the Discovery um, uh, writers have been working for and doing for so, so, and, and have been doing so well. Guess what? We haven't even started the show yet. <laughs> now it's time. Now it's time for us to say, "Hey, guess what, folks? The trailer's over." <laughs> So the, this episode, we're, we're reviewing uh, Star Trek Discovery, Season 1, Episode 4. It's called The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry. And guess what? This whole conversation was about what the frack is the title. Because I really want to teach that. <laughs> and guess what? You know what? You know what? We're not done. Because I really, I'm still, I'm still lost on like, what is this title? Like, what is this? The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry. Like, is that even, I don't know. like, why even say that? 
Like we all know the butcher's the butcher's knife can't care unless the butcher's knife is a person. Like is the butcher's knife an embodiment of a person? I don't know, but every and time who's I the lamb. Are we talking about wait a minute, is this title talking about Vogue? Vogue? Wait a minute. Is this okay? So this title is called <laughs> "The Butcher's Knife Cares Not for the Lamb's Cry." The next title is called "Choose Your Pain," and we're all meant to believe that "Choose Your Pain" comes from "Choose Your Pain" and then stomping on somebody's head, right? But let's check this Wait, out. Wait, what? You know, "Choose Your Pain" when the guy's like "Choose Your Pain" and then they point at a guy and they stomp that dude out. Ace gonna stomp you out. Buddha gonna stomp you out. Mama ever seen you with a bust? So I like, so. It's I mean, the whole thing when they, when they, okay, so this episode is the last episode where we see Volk. We never see him again. Okay. Next episode is the first episode where we see Ash Tyler. Right? So in the, it is. It is. You, you got to pay attention to this shit. This, okay, shit is, okay. this shit is fucking dope, right? This is the last time we see... This is the last time we see Volk. And during this episode, Laurel goes... I can, I can help you get back at them. And he goes, what's it going to cost? And she says, everything. And then we never see Volk okay. again. The only time we see Volk again is later when we see not Volk, but we see Firewolf. Right? So the next episode is the first time we see Ash Tyler. The reason for that is because uh, Shazad Latif was busy playing Volk and he couldn't play both characters at the same time, right? So they, they, they have Volk. You never see Volk again. And then you see Tyler next episode. So check this out. So the butcher's knife is Laurel. And Laurel doesn't give a fuck about Tyler. And Laurel doesn't give a fuck about Volk. And Volk is the lamb of Takuma, right? So she doesn't care about whatever cries either one of them is doing. She's going to get what she wants out of it. What she wants from Volk is she wants a child. She wants progeny. What she wants from Tyler is she wants a spy. And then what Volk does is Volk, when he answered her question and he agreed to her thing, to, to, to like I'll give up everything to fucking get back at these people he agreed to choose his pain because his pain was either going to be in this extreme dishonor of being left on the Shinzo for dead or the honor of infiltrating the enemy and getting something for the Klingon Empire out of it so it's now my supposition that these two titles go together the butcher's knife cares not for the lamb's cry so the butcher's knife sliced the lamb open put another lamb inside of it and the lamb inside <laughs> chose his pain by putting on that other lamb skin lamb skin <laughs> I know did you think condoms immediately is that what you thought of no for oh, some I reason I'm, I'm hungry for fava beans and uh, <laughs> nice chiente <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so <laughs> so look so look let's get to it um Star Trek Discovery season uh, season one <laughs> four. The butcher's knife cares not for the lamb's cry. Oh, but I really seriously like just connected that. By the way, the whole thing about like the butcher's knife and the choose your pain and all that like that's that's interesting because it's definitely a thing about like cutting somebody open and putting somebody <laughs> inside of them. <laughs> it's a it's a like a reverse C section. <sighs> this uh, this episode begins with the imprisonment again for life of uh of michael burnham 
and certainly wasn't for life was I it? Gotta tell, it was not but I gotta tell you <laughs> at the end of the Battle of the Binary Stars my <laughs> mind was blown I had no idea what's like I was like is this gonna be like Star Trek Oz because like, <laughs> I knew that we were gonna be following Michael Burnham but I was like well, what are we, is this gonna be like prison break like what the fuck is going like oh I, that Oz I was thinking oh like Woodsman and Scarecrow <laughs> no I was so I was I was seriously thinking like well i mean the real book version but sure um yeah i totally uh oh but it was it's michael burnham right so they would have been like he's on down he's on down (laughs) don't you bring me no bad news Uh, (laughs) so so i really like i was really I had no idea what the hell was going to happen. But then, okay, so Lorca comes and, like, pulls her shuttle out. And I knew from then, I was like, he's gunning for he's gunning for her. Like, I knew that he was coming for her. Like, obviously, I was afraid to, like, say anything about it. But, like, I knew that he was coming for her. Let me tell you, when I oh, see, okay. for the first time, a replicator putting together a uniform, I was so amazed. Like, really? So this is, like, this whole, like, electric light show is a replicator (laughs) putting together materials. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Um, No no comment there, buddy? Nothing? Not even touched? Uh, That's all right, man. I'm sorry. You have to worry about it. Um, Did did you lead me into something? I I don't know. I just thought, thought maybe you would have some commentary on that replicator because I, I... I was very like, I, I didn't know that I wanted to see how a replicator works like more close up because we've seen replicators work right, just like we've seen transporters sure. work. But we've seen transporters work like from the inside because we went inside with Barkley, right? But we've never like really been, Broccoli. huh? Broccoli. Huh. But we never really like been inside a replicator to see like a replicator like putting something together from like nothing. Well, where do the replicators come from? We're in the 23rd century. They didn't. I know. Shut up. <laughs> I know. I'm a little. I was bothered by it too. Um, I'm letting it go. On the other hand, I mean, we never see what happens on when when we see food dispensers yes. work on the 1701. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm with you. Go. There's a door closed. Yep. There's a door closed. Is there? We never see what happens behind those yes, doors. Sir, we do and not. it just op- it's done replicating. Uh-huh. It opens the door and yeah. it slides the shray out. So what did you think happened? Did you think like somebody was on the other side of the wall and they just put a piece of fruit there? Sure. No. No, it was a replicator the whole time. Well, I mean, on stage, that's how it worked. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So <laughs> so we see something similar in the uh, mess hall on this ship, too, because Tilly goes and orders st- something from the replicator, and there's a door, and it you hear yes. it going on, Food but slots. then it opens up and it slides out. So yep. it is a little bit... So they're kind of trying to make it yeah. connect. They're retconning, so, well, yeah, they were, they're retconning the replicators into original star trek and i'm okay yeah. with it like it that, works that's for a me. cool yeah that's a cool way to do it it works absolutely there's those like, sphere erections again just in case you michael burnham and uh, saru are traveling in the turbo lift and yeah man so she's like totally noticing that he's got his uh here's his uh, fear boner going on totally man like yeah the fear erections are popping out oh 
when they step out on the bridge and they have this scene where this like they're doing this battle like this uh this what do they call it like a, a battle drill yeah sure so when jason isaacs like yes sir when jason isaacs is like mr reese can i trouble you to fire at something oh my god that is like that is big time jason i um also uh very nice very polite like that's where that is like you know what i'm noticing that is the that is that is the the command style of gabriel Lorca like distilled do you know what i'm noticing i don't know what you're noticing but i would like to know Lorca's bridge is darker than saru's bridge of course it is because Lorca can't fracking see in this universe that's maybe they're kind of giving that hint. Also, the as they're walking through the corridors, the lights have to come on. We all do that on the Enterprise D. We keep all the lights on just in case, you know, somebody's popping in for the red roof in. <laughs> but this guy, this guy's like, turn these motherfucking lights off. It's too fucking bright in here. Like, when have you ever well, he's walked like, turn into them a room? off because we're wasting energy. Uh, Why do they have to have a whole tablet uh, to use I mean, uh, turbolift controls? They're lights. They're, they're lights. Remember, LEDs exist. Like, well, there's not that. You're not using that much power. You got a warp engine, homie. There's <laughs> like, you, how much? I, I I don't know if Google's even gonna tell me. I don't. I don't use Google, but I don't know how many. Um, how much power does a warp engine put out? <laughs> Uh, but I'm betting you that LEDs, you could probably run a billion LEDs on this thing. So uh, the Warp Core <laughs> provides approximately 12.7 billion gigawatts of power. Gigawatts. What the hell's a gigawatt? Gigawatt. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I ruined it. Uh, so listen, yeah. 12.75 billion gigawatts of power. Uh, wow, so I'm going to look like, up how uh, many, how, how much power. 1.21 <laughs> gigawatts. Does an LED bulb use? So I don't know how much power. How much does an electricity does it use? So it uses roughly eight or nine watts. <laughs> so if a warp engine can generate twelve point seven five billion gigawatts of power, <laughs> then uh, shall shall we do this math? Go ahead. Um, I, I'm not good at math in my head, especially one, that two, big of math. Seven, five, zero, 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 divided by <laughs> eight. So you could run. You could you could have one hundred fifty nine billion three hundred seventy five million light bulbs on, and then you might run out of power. <laughs> but if so you how have many, how many, so that's that's why oh I just got it that's why Takuma's ship ran out of power. Because they had that bright ass light on. <laughs> how, how many how many flux capacitors could you run with that? Uh, so we're so now we're talking about one two seven five zero 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 divided by one point two one. So you could run shit. <laughs> you could run <laughs> one children one trillion fifty three billion seven hundred nineteen million. 8,264.463 flux capacitors. Do you think this ship is not going to the future? Because you're wrong. They got one trillion flux capacitors aboard. You better the flux believe they're going to the future. Did you say flux believe? <laughs> you better you better flux and believe it. 
Don't flux with, <laughs> don't flux with Michael Burnham. He'll fucking go take you to the future. Blue reached for red again. I'll take your fucking fucking pass to the future. <laughs> the fuck. What the flux? What the flux is up? Is up what the flux up, the flux is up your warp. <laughs> boom, boom. So uh, this is a this is, this is an Olatunde Osun Sanme uh, Are you episode. Sure? Did, did we ever we ever come back from our cut? I think yeah. I think we started the show. Yeah, yeah I think we started the show. So you guys uh, write and comment below whether we started the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just playing. We started the show. Uh, there is an interface that Vulcan. Now I want you. What I want you. What I want you, uh, Earl, and uh, the rest of our audience to do is watch Volk. Watch Volk. Watch Volk. Just watch him. Watch him. Watch him. And think about Tyler. And because it is so on like my third rewatch is when I started watching Volk and being like, wait a minute, he's played by Shazad Latif. So I started watching Volk and I was like, oh shit. He has he moves like Shaz he moves like Tyler. He makes mannerisms like Tyler. He talks like Tyler. Like he's fracking Tyler. I mean, he's not fracking Tyler. Lorel's fracking Tyler. Or actually Lorel's fracking Vogue. Mike, Michael, Michael. But like the way that the way that the way that uh, Vogue speaks, it's like that's fucking Tyler. Like I can see him in there. It's go crazy. They did a lot to disguise his face, but yeah, that's totally Tyler. It's amazing. Okay. Sure. Um, I this uh, I I can't see past the double uh, um nostrils and the uh, wrinkly forehead. Oh, I can totally see it. I can totally oh, okay. see him. It takes a while, but I can, I can absolutely see him. Um, so, if you were really mad at somebody in that kind of makeup, and you just really wanted to piss them off, could you actually, like, grab it and just rip it off? Home Slice, like, listen. If grab I was mad leather. at someone in that makeup, are we, are, we t are we talking about it as if it's makeup, or, like, if they were actually, like, if it was like their bot, quick, because like, uh, no, no, no. If it's actually makeup glued to their face, oh, you know how mad the makeup grab, department would you be. Could grab, like that would well, get yeah. you in trouble. You could grab their, well, yeah. But if you were like in a street fight with a guy dressed up as a Klingon, you could like grab his wrinkles and like rip it off his head, and you got he'd be you could, bleeding. You could just pull it down over his face. Well, yeah, that's true. Is it a is it a mask, latex mask? Well, no, it's it's like bunch of it's a whole bunch of little tiny pieces of latex <laughs> like glued onto his face. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so what I would do, like if I were if I were Volk and I was, oh, just he's so like, even like they even put contacts on him just to make him like, the the dude looks creepy as shit, but he's still Tyler inside. It's so weird. It's so weird. That room is. Are they looking at the timeline? Like, is there temple? Yeah. Are you talking about the room that Lorel and uh, and uh, and Volk are in? Yeah. Yeah. We're it, in. I don't know what that yeah. room is, but that whole holographic interface they have with like the laser lights and shit. That shit is dope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> um. Huh. Uh, call it Ripper because that's what it looks like is what Landry says and I'm like uh, so you named him right and then you treated him wrong because like uh, he's Ripper right 
So don't let him out because he's going to do what you said he's going to do. Like, lady, are you thinking here? Oh, the uh, the uh, the tardigrade. So let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you a little story about the tardigrade from Star Trek Discovery. So the original intention. Oh, Kelly Doakley. I've given to understand Mm -hmm. about um, about the tardigrade is that this tardigrade was originally intended to become a member of the crew. Yeah, that would have been cool. And moving forward, that member of the crew would do the spore drive junk, right? Yeah. So I think that they like. They were like, eh, that's a bit much. Also, they kind of got sued a little bit about the tardigrades. Sued? Yeah, man. Uh, so there's this video game that uh, I actually remember playing this game. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's this game called Tardigrades where, like, you stick a tardigrade in this engine and it can, like, take you anywhere and, uh, like... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a ripoff. So yeah, there's a, so yeah, uh, tardigrades. Uh, so Axanar, Axanar is a, was, was a, a thing that Star Trek went after to shut down. It was a, it was a fan, fan film, series of films. Yeah, definitely. I mean, CBS went after them to try to shut them down. And at the same time. Yep. At the very same time, CBS was literally mm-hmm. ripping off the game Tardigrades from 2015. Twenty, yep. Or or 2015, whatever the frack you want to call it. It's the year that happens. <laughs> it's the year that happens approximately 2011 years after the birth of Christ. Because don't forget, we're off by like four years or so. I thought we were off more like 12. Oh, I had always heard four, but uh, anyway, yeah. So, so let me. I'm trying to see if I can find a uh, find a description because the description is like this. This game, you gotta look it up somewhere sometime. It's called it's called Tardigrades. I'm gonna. Uh, um. So like, the Tardigrades is so much of a ripoff that the the guy that's featured in the Tardigrades commercial for the video game Tardigrades looks like. Guess what? Guess who they look like. It looks like Paul freaking Stamets. <laughs> like, it's, it's, okay. they told, like, the, and the tardigrades are, like, you're supposed to tap in the tardigrade DNA, and it swaps DNA with you, and then you can go anywhere in the universe. Like, this shit is a fucking ripoff. It's a fracking ripoff, like, 100%. And Crazy. I'm sorry they did it. It sucks. But it's the truth, and I know that CBS is going to hate me for, what? Obviously, you're not going to notice it now, but I, I implore you. If, uh, if, dear fan, like me, you're a person who's going to, like, watch this uh, show again as you're listening to this podcast, um, keep close attention to, like, the Klingon makeup. Because uh, a lot of it changes. Like, Volk's makeup changes. Lorel's makeup changes, like, immensely. Like, Lorel looks like she aged about 15, 20 years between uh, season one and season two. And the Lorel that exists in this episode is... Like her head is way smaller for one, and it's just a lot more reasonable makeup. And then they like they overblow it, and she has like a giant head later. It's really ridiculous. The uh, the way that Volk is moving in this episode when he's talking about House Takuvma, like he's Tyler. Like if 
you, you, you just gotta watch him. Like he, he, he. I don't know if he's intentionally doing it, like mannerisms of Tyler, or whether he's yeah. just being himself. But like he's, he's, he's Tyler. Like that's clearly Shazad Latif in there. It's, it's really, it really blows my mind. How they, okay. how they, how they cover him up. It's, it's. I, I, I can't get over it. Like it's just so amazing. Um, mm-hmm. There's, there's another thing that happened in this episode. Let's see. So we we got our we got another black alert here. I was about to go right to Corvan too, mm-hmm. but uh, this black alert. I'm very curious about what this what this first black alert of the of the. Oh, you know what? They just shut off dilithium, the dilithium chamber, the warp drive. And guess what? The dilithium was red. Isn't that interesting? It was blue. No, just it's, now it goes into that machine blue, and it comes out red. Oh, so like depleted the li- lithium is red. Is that what we're saying? Uh, but depleted the yeah. lithium would be just like cracked, right? Because the lithium is lithium's not. No. It. So some people think that the lithium is fuel. It's not a fuel. It's like a substrate. Well, it does decrystallize. It, it does decrystallize when they're using it in warp, and over time, that's why you need to replace it. No, 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 no. Crap. No. Oh, this is when we jump into a sun. All right, so so no, so dilithium is like a substrate, right? So when you when you smash antimatter and matter together, this is what the matter antimatter reaction assembly on the Enterprise D was, right? So like from above, they're dropping mat, they're dropping matter, which is a deuterium stream, right? and from the bottom, you're you're shooting up through magnetism an anti-deuterium stream, and when they come together antimatter and matter and they collide they release huge amounts of energy the way to contain and channel that reaction is through a dilithium crystal okay so when they obliterate each other and they release those huge amounts of energy they do it inside dilithium and that dilithium matrix contains all the energy so you don't lose it and then it channels it in one direction so that's why we have the mara has like it comes up from one side down from uh, it comes yeah it comes up from from the bottom down from the top it mits in the middle of the chamber and then it goes back towards the nacelles so for the those of us those of in our audience who don't know what's an mnra what mara is a mat matter antimatter reaction assembly and that whole thing it's like a vertical column and then it has a a horizontal piece that comes out from the middle of it so the part where that where the horizontal and the verticals meet in that t the joint of that t is the matter antimatter reaction chamber and that's where the dilithium sits right so from above that chamber comes deuterium from below that chamber comes anti-deuterium in that chamber is dilithium inside that dilithium is where those two those two things meet and when they meet the crystalline structure of dilithium holds all that energy and then channels it back along the uh the warp conduits the tubes that come out of the side of the warp core on the d out of the back back end sides because i mean it comes diagonally out going towards the warp cells well, I think it goes. Sure, sure. I think in my head it goes back first, and then it splits off. Okay. Well, there's two tubes. One goes to one cell. The other one goes to the other. Yeah, yeah. But it it comes out of the it comes out of the reaction so, assembly in it as one, and then they split it off yep. into two streams. So I just saw something really cool in this episode. We're at the point where uh, apparently somehow spore drive engineering guy. Uh, broke his nose. Yes. 
and they did a very cool special effect there like how this is one of those times especially since it was moving and he's looking back and forth from the doctor and feeling his pain and it just straightened out right there on camera right while he's using a subdermal regenerator or just dermal regenerator i don't even know because Thermal regenerator only heals skin. Exactly. Maybe a bone suture? So, uh, uh, what would that be? Although your bone, your nose is mostly cartilage, so... Huh. I mean, his face is kind of messed up, but... See, look, all of these ones are red. The one that he just used, pulled nope, out is red that's now. not the, the lithium. That's not the lithium, homie. Those are spores. Oh, okay. When the spores, are, I thought you the, said that those were dilithium. No, no, no. There's another part that was shut off. No, no, no. It was it's it's ahead of him to the right. Oh, okay. That where the uh, where the dilithium mm. was, and when they when they called black alert, the, a panel slid shut, and you couldn't see the the dilithium anymore. There is a thing that Lorca does that is incredibly evil. Like, it's just like, why would you? he takes the distress call with like kids screaming and people dying and he broadcasts it through the entire ship oh that's right and while he was walking back to the sport drive operations room you get the reactions of everybody as Lorca's playing the distress call across the ship that is not something that you do that's demoralizing not only that but it's um, it's it's a guilt trip seems like I mean, I'm sure HIPAA doesn't exist in the time frame that they're in. I don't think it really has anything to do with HIPAA. Oh, okay, sure. Because HIPAA is for the portability of of medical information. This is just like broadcasting the cry for help to everybody with the idea that these people are so... No, man, it's it's the torchbearer. Um... It's the torchbearer outfit because remember Volk decided that he was going to pick up the torchbearer outfit after um, after the torchbearer was killed, and and the torchbearer's like uh, little brother or something was like, are they going to come across the galaxy Avadushme for a legend? And Volk was like, no man, look 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 look, everybody hates me, I'll do it. <laughs> and they're like and then they're like okay you're gonna do it bet we're out because Cole got some food and we're hungry so we're gonna go leave so then Volk is left on the ship by on the Shinjo by himself with like he goes to pull their warp core and while he goes to pull their warp core Cole comes along and he's like hey I got this food over here I got some uh, I got some fucking popcorn like y'all wanna come eat like some food and they're like yeah 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 <laughs> cause this man's trying to get us to eat like humans and shit and that shit's fucking whack so so uh, we're gonna go ahead and go with you, uh, Mr. Painty Face. Uh, nobody really bothers that Panty the man. Face? Painty Face. He's got like paint on his face. He puts like blush on and shit. Oh. Like I Cole is the most metrosexual Klingon I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like always sure? like all dressed up with some makeup and shit. Like he's. I mean, do, do people not to, still do metrosexual. I mean, apparently the Klingons do. They've all shaved their heads because <laughs> okay. of wartime. Like. Clearly, you want to shave your head if you have long. You, you want to cut your hair. Like Klingons in in the twenty fourth century tend to have like long ass hair, right? Whether they're in a wartime or not. But like, listen, like you don't want to have long hair because people are gonna grab your hair and pull you to the ground. Like, okay, I get it, mm-hmm. but you don't have to shave it like completely off. Do you know how many times a day they have to shave? Can you imagine shaving your head if you were a Klingon? Like, you know how hard that is? What kind of fucking <laughs> razor do you use? How many razors do you use? Can you do it yourself? Do you have to have help to shave your head if you're a Klingon? Like, there's a lot of contours and 
like what do they use gillette shick if you break down a klingon bird of prey how many razors do you get out of that (laughs) speaking of razors did you know that your internet is slow yes i did i hear it (laughs) i hear the mouse running (laughs) you're slow oh you're still on the butcher and the lamb I was trying to vaguely connect to something else, and I totally had no way of doing it. Were you trying to connect Ro Laren to Star Trek Discovery through a razor? No? Okay. You know, no. Admiral <laughs> Admiral Helena Kane from Razor? Razor? Yeah, man. I just went what, back. What is Razor? I went back to Battlestar Galactica. It's one of the movies from Battlestar Galactica. I'm sorry. Oh, I vaguely I, know that title. Okay. I just can't. I can't. I can't get over like Rolaren on Battlestar Galactica because Rolaren on Battlestar Galactica would like the character that that uh, that Michelle Forbes plays on Battlestar Galactica would have been dope as Kira Reed, <laughs> right? Like Rolaren played in the way that Michelle Forbes plays Helena Kane would have been incredible on Deep Space Nine. She would have added so much depth to that show. Okay. I mean, I like Nana Visitor. You know, she's a little, she's a little, yeah. she's she's got a lot more like, you know, unicorns and sunshine than uh, Ro Laren and Michelle Forbes <laughs> and Helena Kane. And there would have been, and the, okay. the the mild lesbianism that happened with uh, Kieran Reese would have been amped up. Like that would have been fucking turned up to twenty two. <laughs> uh, because okay, the girls you mean, fucking you mean like during universe episodes. No, well, I mean, sure. Sure, for sure, definitely, but um, maybe not. Maybe maybe the mirror universe version of Ro Laren as Kieran Reese would have been heterosexual because Ro Laren uh, would have been Helena Kane. I'm sure of it, and Helena Kane would have been like some. You know, Helena Kane would have fallen in love with a shapeshifter and then beaten, tortured, and killed that shapeshifter after she found out it was a shapeshifter. Okay. I'm just saying, like, Kira Norris fell in love with the shapeshifter and then, like, stayed in love with him. Like, mm, okay. But, like, you know, it would have been a cooler storyline if, like, she had fallen in love, been head over heels, and then found out she was betrayed and then got all, like, straight Bajoran on her. Because, like, the Bajorans, <laughs> because it was Kira Norris leading us, and, like, Kira Norris was, like, the epitome of, like, a mean Bajoran, right? Like, she was mean. She was supposed so, to be the so, mean Bajoran. So. But, like, Ro Laren was the actual, like, actual, like, she, I just did, I had trouble believing that Kira Reese was, like, a freedom fighter. I had no trouble believing that <laughs> Ro Laren was a freedom fighter. Like, that girl, like, she, that woman was, like, crucial. Like, she was for real, like. So, uh, Jack. Yeah? What getting up, back girl? to actual show at hand that we're oh, are we watching Star Trek Discovery? Review. Yeah. This is, uh, this is episode did you one. Know, season four. Did you know that, uh. In this episode, uh, it, it's episode? indicated that uh, Philip Giorgio um, and Michael Burnham are a generation apart. A generation apart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, and, I think they're like about twenty years off from each other. Like, one of them was the Academy in yeah. like the twenty-two, I don't know, twenties, and one was there at the twenty-two forties. Is that right? Uh, yeah. No, wait. So. Yep. Wait. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. So, like, they're a generation apart, and that means that it is perfectly valid for uh, uh, um, Michael Burnham to think of Giorgio as a mother figure, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, being 20 years apart, though, it means that if Michael Burnham is is a, a commander, like like a full commander, right? Like, so there's a... Sure. I know that some people... Some people have said not to jump back and forth between, like, the past, present, and the future, but some people have said mm-hmm. in maybe a future episode of this show that... Um, that uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Yeah, uh, sorry. Some people have said that Starfleet is not a military organization. I'm gonna go ahead and rebuff that, and I'm gonna say, okay, so let's say it is a military organization. So there's a time in rate, right? For uh, for um, there's a time in rank. I shouldn't say rate because rate would be on un- would be enlisted, and time in rank would be officers, right? So sure. like the time the time and rank for um for officers has to be like fulfilled before you can move on to the next rank, right? Uh, okay. so, so there's a minimum time that you can be a particular rank before you can move on to the next rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a time and grade and it so represents can't. the time you have to spend at a particular rank before you can become eligible for the next rank. Now, of course that's circumventable okay. by like, you know, field commissions and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. But and but let's remember also that that naval United States Navy ranks uh, mm-hmm. map directly to uh, Starfleet ranks, right? So promotion from really? yeah yeah promotion from ensign to lieutenant junior grade requires mm-hmm. two years of service. Okay. Okay. From JG to lieutenant requires uh, uh four years. Of service. So let me ask you a question, really. No, quick. let me finish this. This is important. This okay, this okay. follows this follows back. So promotion from JG to lieutenant requires four years of service, right? Promotion from lieutenant to lieutenant commander, you have to have nine between nine and eleven years of military service. So about ten years of military service. Getting to mm-hmm. commander, the the time in the time in rank requirement is between fifteen and seventeen years of service, and to get to okay. captain. Guess how many years you have to serve? It has to be over twenty and less than twenty-four, right? Why so, less than twenty-four? Well, so the the recommendation is so between. So if you're in service for twenty-five years, you can never become no, a captain. No, the recommendation is between twenty-one to twenty-three years of service. Okay. So you have to have over twenty and less than twenty-four. I just said it backwards because the recommendation is. Oh the inverse of what I said. It's between 21 and 23 years of military service. So if you are 20 years apart, that means you're like the next generation of captain, right? Oh, okay. Unfortunately, the math doesn't work out mm-hmm. because if if Giorgio was, a cap, was, was in the academy in the 2220s, mm-hmm. then around 2240, which is when Burnham would have entered the academy, she should be a captain and then 20 years later is when burnham should be a captain and thus Giorgio should be long past being a captain or has been a captain for 20 years and would be ready to step down from the captaincy or go up to admiralty huh well i mean obviously the two don't directly parallel each other. sure yeah no not at all but the ideas are like you know, one idea came from the other. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, 
help me understand something. Yeah, please. I've heard other naval, former naval people that know of, uh, mention that um, the as a lieutenant, you're lieutenant junior grade and then lieutenant senior grade. Is it actually? what most civilians consider a full lieutenant or a yeah, just a lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. a lieutenant is, is, is a lieutenant senior grade. They have junior grade, senior grade. We just don't, we don't really use the, the term senior grade. Like, okay. We just kind of say lieutenant, you know, like yeah. you got your two, you got your two bars and, and that's it. Two silver bars. And then yeah. that's it. Um, uh-huh. Butter bars are, are the, are the best because they don't know any goddamn thing. Butter bars? Yeah, butter bars are the incense. Like, you just came out from the academy, oh, you think you yeah. know everything, and then, like, yeah, yeah. somebody who enlisted and, you know, didn't go through the four years of school knows way more than yeah, you yeah. because they've actually been, yeah. you know, learning shit in the world, and you've been... So, yeah, go ahead. You've been, like, learning from a book and not really learning reality. So, did you know that Prime Universe McCoy was ne- never went through academy he was given a commission directly from medical school you know i did know that i did know that but i okay so my problem with that is that you can have you can go to medical school in at a see and again we're I'm, we're bumping back up against the idea that it's military if it's not military sure. then you shouldn't it shouldn't be a commission like you should be i mean if it's not military you shouldn't have an academy that puts you into it. Like you should be able to go from any school and then get your commission because you have this this certain credential. Like yeah, I'm yeah. a doctor, so bring me in as a doctor. Not like you have to go to Starfleet mm-hmm. Academy, which sort of maps to the Naval Academy or the Air Force Academy. Yeah. It just speaks to yeah. me military. But yeah, like you should be able to go from well, maybe you, not, you can go from like UVA medical school. So here's what you can do. Here's what you can do now. You can go to like UVA medical school and mm-hmm. then go to OCS, which is officer candidacy school, and then mm-hmm. join the military as like a lieutenant because you've been through college, you've been through medical school, and you just go through OCS, which is basically like boot camp for uh boot camp for officers. So yeah, okay. like McCoy could totally do that. Absolutely. That's that's the thing he could actually do in real life. Uh-huh. Which Star Trek is, of course. Oh, okay. What? Star Trek is, of course, what? Real life. Real life. Oh, yeah. Sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, just like just like Starfleet is a military, Star Trek is real. <laughs> you know, that whole... Uh, they have a ranking system, and they have... They, they follow military regulations. Even a business, an LLC has regulations and patterns of behavior sure uh, and they codes have of conduct as it were code yeah co- codes of conduct and they have um you know sort of like ranks they have ceos and ccos and you know uh all those kinds of titles and stuff sure but they don't have materiel you know the you know they have um, interns and um, you know representatives and other positions within an organization. So 
you have to have a structure of some sort. And if you're going to, you know, fly out in space on ships, well, I mean, well, so a tanker ship, the civilian tanker ship, they still have captains and crewmen and and so on and so forth, you know, but they didn't go, they're not a military, they didn't go through any sort of military training academy, they went through some sort of training to learn how to drive a big giant tanker ship. Absolutely. So what I'm going to do at this point is I'm going to say, you know what, um, we can go ahead and do something that I hate to do. Agree to disagree? We can do exactly that because I am never going to budge. <laughs> I'm never going to budge. Well, I'm, I'm not trying never going to budge. Starfleet is not, a military. Starfleet is the military not, branch of the United Federation of Planets. And I know you're wrong, but I'm going to go ahead and let you be wrong. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to convince you. And oh, I know that I'm you're not trying too. to convince you either, because I know that I'm right. <laughs> There's nothing to convince you. Well, and if you've determined to be <laughs> myopic like that, then you be that. You be that. That's you. You you decide that. So, like, here's the thing. You cannot you cannot have a mutiny without having a military. You cannot have a military tribunal no, a without having a military. You cannot have a court-martial without having a navy. Okay, so... You can't have a chief um, engineering officer without having... Well, sometimes they just call him a chief engineer. Yeah, well, you know, in, in, in the rest of the world, um, you would, a CEO would be a chief executive officer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the chief executive officer would actually be the captain. So then why don't we have CEOs on starships instead of captains? We have a captain. Captain. Because they're they're not financial corporation. That would imply that they're a corporation, and there's no money in the, in the 23rd and 24th. That is a lie. I don't know why well, they keep telling that lie, but that is a lie. There is money. Well. <laughs> have you been to Quark's? I'm just... Huh? Have you been to Quarks? Have you heard Riker buying people drinks in Ten Forward? I, I'm just, you know, perpetuating the lie. I want you to do me you a favor. <laughs> I, want you to, I want you to go to dictionary.com and look up the word captain, and tell me what definition number one is. I so haven't even looked it up before yet. Before I do that. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up because I could uh, be wrong, but I'm thinking that. Go ahead. So. uh pirate organization calls their leaders of a ship a captain and a pirate organization says if you go against the captain you're committing mutiny against the captain yeah because they're military a pirate organization is, is mm, they don't think of themselves as pirates they think of themselves as a military we call them pirates well I mean yeah I, I guess pirates is from the certain point of view um. So, yeah. I mean, if you're thinking about oh, the historical shit. pirates of the Caribbean, hundreds. Oh, sure. Yeah, those ones too. So, so let me. So let me tell you something. I am gonna eat my words because I myself went to dictionary.com and I looked at the word captain, and it says a person who is the head of or in authority over others, chief, leader. So it does not mention military in definition number one now definition number four and definition number three and definition number two all mention military but i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna go ahead and concede okay a captain does not have to be in the military sure 
Sure. And an, uh, a, a business that happens to have a medical department and has a chief of their medical department, that chief is still a chief medical officer. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take one more, one more last-ditch effort, and I'm going to go to a place called StarTrek.com. <laughs> and I'm going to go to the very last link on the menu, which is database. <laughs> and I'm going to... Damn. It doesn't mention anything about a military. That's because... So, wait. So, you're telling me that anybody in the Federation can just have fucking weapons and starships and shit? Like, that's okay? They are a governmental organization. Starfleet is a scientific research and diplomatic body although the d duties of the Enterprise for example may include some military responsibilities the primary purpose of the Enterprise at, at, as with all Starfleet vessels is to expand the body of human knowledge but wait so there are times when Starfleet doesn't do exploration there's times Starfleet when there's like, acts they don't as a military sometimes. Starfleet can act as a military sometimes, but they don't, they aren't itself. Oh, girl. A military. <laughs> 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 okay, I mean, I maybe, guess, maybe, man. How do you know I'm not playing devil's advocate? I mean, the devil doesn't need an advocate. <laughs> He's the devil. <laughs> he is the advocate for evil. What the hell? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm gonna do a what is Starfleet? Sure. Or just Justin, type, type no, in. No, don't tell me what to type in. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was just, I was playing. <laughs> uh, wow. So look. So this thing says Starfleet is a fictional organ. What the hell are they talking about? Anyway, Starfleet is a uniform space force fictional. What did they say? What did they get? Anyway, whatever. <laughs> what the fuck they're talking about? What the fuck? So anyway, it says. Starfleet is a uniform space force maintained by the United Federation of Planets as the principal means for conducting deep space exploration, research, defense, peacekeeping, and diplomacy. What? <laughs> You're oh. telling me that Starfleet is not a military... Why did I join the Navy then? What the fuck? <laughs> to waste your life? No. I did it to learn never again volunteer yourself. And that's why... That's why never again volunteer yourself being an acronym for Navy. Although, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I know why you joined the Navy. Because the, for the Navy boys? is... For the boys in the middle of the ocean? No. Oh, that was it. a practical answer. Kind of it. Oh, please. An encouraging answer. Okay. There are more Navy officers, U.S. Navy officers in space, in NASA, than there are Air Force members officers uh excuse me but the people because in space, hold on slow down the people in space are members of space force prior to he who shall not be named <laughs> and an organization that does not exist and should not ever exist space force <laughs> and and you know the, the embodiment I, of lex <laughs> luthor you know i gotta tell you the better thing the better thing are you're better you're 
your better angels are the ones who made you create Space Force and rip off the Starfleet logo, not the ones who told you to incite a riot that tried to overthrow the United States government on January 6, 2021. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that, um, but I will say that CBS definitely goddamn deserves having their logo ripped off because they tried to rip off the fracking tardigrade, and that's what you get. That's what you get for trying to rip off these tardigrades. Now, we're going to take your fucking Delta logo for the great bird of the galaxy made up, and we're going to make it the fucking Space Force logo. Because Space Force is a show starring um, the guy from, uh, from Dunder Mifflin. What's, what's the guy's name? Steve Carell, or whatever his name is. Space Force. Did you know there's a now a Space Force website? Did you know Space Force has a fracking logo? Dude, the Space Force logo is a Starfleet logo all the way down to the little star circling around it and splashing through it. This man fucking stole Starfleet and called it Space Force. We are not fooled. We are amused. We are amused 100%. We are not amused. But we are not fooled. We are not amused. Oh, I'm, I, sir, am amused. I am wildly amused that motherfucking Space Force has a Delta logo. Get it. So, back to my point. Oh. Oh, were you making a point? Please. Yes. Um, airmen are better than pilots. Whoa! You shots fired! What do you mean? I'm trying to build you up, dude. Mister, I went to the Navy and wasted my life. No, you did not. Oh, you no, no, wanted, no, 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 no. You I wanted don't. a better chance of getting into space than you yeah, yeah, would have yeah, with yeah. being in the Air Force. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Like, I'll agree. I'll, you know, I, yeah, and, you know, I, and, yeah. No, I'm People just... join join the Air Force think they're gonna fly on on an aircraft carrier. You cannot fly on an aircraft carrier. Yeah, no, carrier. sure can't. Well, no, you can. No, no, those are Navy pilots. That's right. The yeah, only people are, who they're, are they're, allowed they're, to ride. They're the not people, pilots or airmen. The only people who no airmen are enlisted. Pilots oh. are officers. The only the oh. only people who are allowed to ride in naval equipment are fucking Marines because therefore stands for my ass rides in naval equipment, sir. We used to take them on all the time, and I'd be like, oh, look, y'all are riding in our clothes. Yeah, that's right, that's your job. And then we'd get somewhere and get off the ship, and we'd commence to fighting. Somebody explained to me that Jarhead is reference to the way they look when they're wearing their coats and everything, and that their jackets look like a jar, and their heads are pickling out of the jar. Who told you that, a Marine? I don't recall. I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet dollars for donuts. Hold on. I'm willing to bet credits for... Uh, black matter that it was a marine that told you that because the currency that does not exist are cre credits for uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm that, willing uh, to bet you slips of latinum <laughs> latinum for fucking tri uh, latinum for tribbles man <laughs> I'll bet you that's a new podcast name of the show latinum for tribbles there you go that's a, that's a good name <laughs> I'm willing to bet latinum for tribbles Ladies I don't want and your dribbles, though. Tune in next I, week when our new show title is. I know. Let's just change the title of our change the title of the show every week. Like in about fifteen to seventeen to twenty-three weeks, we can call it "Everything Is Microbeads." <laughs> what's the episode? What's the title of this episode, by the way? Man, I don't even know. I think it's. I think. I think. Uh, 
Man, I don't even know. If it spouts off, oops. Uh, Starfleet is not a military organization. How about that? Uh, no, I couldn't possibly. I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. I could live with myself if I called that the title of an episode. You know what I'm gonna call it? Space Force. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I, sir, sir, no, 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 no. Yeah. Sir, would, you you think that that man made something positive? In the last four years, happen? Uh, I mean, you think space force hey, is a good thing? Look, like you, you always gotta, you gotta give everybody the benefit of the doubt, man. And yes, he tried to mount an insurrection against the United States Congress on January 6, 2021, but you know what he did? He made motherfucking Space Force. Obama didn't make Space Force. Biden didn't make Space Force. Clinton didn't make Space Force. Guess who made Space Force? Motherfucking Trump, bitches. That's right. Space Wait force. a minute. Wait a minute. But is a militarized space? With warheads and weapons and guns that oh damn it oh damn it okay. do we do we want to okay. greet our alien okay, man. With, with, with warheads it's the Vulcan hello hello yeah but we're not gonna we don't yes we do we don't yes we do the Vulcans that's how we get we are not gonna find the Vulcans first the Vulcans found us in 1991 remember. Well, the next people that, we're gonna find a motherfucking clags, well, <laughs> and when those when those clags come, around, yeah, but the Vulcans, you know how secretive they are. They didn't even tell us they found us. They were just like, oh, look at these. Dumb yeah, they, they found us in they don't even know something. Yeah, whatever. like they don't even know that we've already been to their planet, and like we know everything about them, and we downloaded like everything they got. Like they're so dumb, those dumbass <laughs> humans. And then like once we get out there and we find them, they're gonna be like, oh, look, it's oh, it's you guys. Uh, we uh. We saw you, but we weren't sure you were friendly. Yeah, like. So you really think we should? Us you really think we should greet uh, the first aliens we meet with a Vulcan hello? No, we should be. We should meet the Clags with Vulcan hello. A Clags? And let me. T yeah, the, that's my. That's my derogatory and racist name for Klingons, by the way. Oh. I've been using it for like 20 years, motherfucking clags. <laughs> okay. I never trust the clags and I never will. <laughs> That's right, I'm a member of the Confederation. Confederation don't like no clags. Anyway. The, the, um... Oh, I got it. That's the title. The Confederation. No. No, not that either. Damn it. No. We have it something positive. United Confederation of Clags. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Donald Trump made Space Force. About that. <laughs> Donald Trump made Space Force, and George Bush doesn't like black people. <laughs> you know, actually, didn't didn't Reagan try to start Star Wars? He did try to start Star Wars. Wrong galaxy, my nigga. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta come over to this galaxy because that was a long, long time ago, far, far away. You were in the wrong motherfucking place. Space Force. I think that's one. I just think that's kind of a dumb name. I think I do too. I feel like there was like a like a movie with Tim Allen or something. <laughs> Wasn't it like I don't know. Space Force. There's a movie from 2018 called Space Force Battlefront. Ga the Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah, and Space Force is a TV show with Steve Carell. Oh my gosh. So Space Force is a science fiction television pilot starring Fred Willard for the NBC television network. It aired as a one-off on April 28th, 1978, but the series was not picked up. They they did make Son of a, a bitch. parody Space Force. TV show off yeah. of 
Donald Trump's no, 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 no. They were both in production. They were both in like inception at the same time. They just happened to come out at the same time. Are they? So was it kind of like those movies, twin movies? No, it was just like, like you know, like sometimes Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yeah, over... exactly. Like sometimes the same idea that's, that's, emerges at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's, that's what they call a twin movie. Yeah, so Donald Trump's twin movie was was fucking Space Force, <laughs> and there were two Space Forces, and they're like, yeah, Space Force, because we couldn't call it Starfleet. Clearly, that was already taken. Well, and clearly, it's not a peaceful organization. Yeah, and it's military, which apparently Starfleet's <laughs> from today. Or whatever. <laughs> you're gonna, make, you're gonna make me. You, oh my god. So, 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 check this out. So, to... so this show, uh, Space Force, which was originally titled Fort Leo, um, was passed over because of the short-lived series Quark. And was that based off of which I have seen the short-lived series called Quark? Yeah, yeah, I've seen was the it, show. Was it, was it about a Ferengi in a bar? It was not. It was totally unrelated. But I remember watching it. I don't remember how I found it, but it is, it is, it. Well, you know, a quark. There is a quantum physics particle I, called a thank quark. Thank you, thank you, Professor Fucking Livingston. <laughs> are you my friendly neighborhood physicist? I could be if you want. You are white. So? Am I friendly neighborhood are you being physicist? racist now? No, my friendly neighborhood <laughs> physicist is Neil deGrasse Tyson. So I don't know what the fuck you think He's you not are. a physicist. He's an astronomer. He's an astrophysicist. He's an astrophysicist. Yes, he's an astrophysicist. He's just, not a quantum physicist. Just like Michael Burnham. No. Michael Burnham is an astrophysicist. Neil deGrasse Tyson's sign-off is your personal uh He's my friendly neighborhood astrophysicist. No, it, it's your personal something to the stars. Uh, uh, astrophysicist. No. Astrophysicist. No. Astro oh, my God. What time I is it? I must be exhausted. <laughs> what the hell? I think we need to do this. I'm annoying over. myself. We barely talked about the show. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's do a little wrapping up. Hey, listen, um, I'm gonna go get myself some uh, something to drink. Probably gonna have some Earl Grey tea. What about you? Oh, you can have me all you want. Oh my God! <laughs> Put on a bomb. Uh, okay. So so listen. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I myself I don't know if you if you're if you're in in this kind of mindset but I myself am looking forward to the next episode of our show which will be the first time that we see Ash oh. Tyler because this is the last time that we saw the great and powerful Volk so we're going to ease on down the road and we're going to next time we're going to choose your Pain, which is Star Trek Discovery Season 1, Episode 5. I wish I could do deep bass like that. Well, I was practicing when I was on the bridge of the Starship Enterprises as I was growing up because I would say the phases are armed, Captain. <laughs> Incoming subspace. <laughs> Incoming subspace communique. <laughs> you are not Feklar. So, uh,. Next time, choose your pain. One five disco.
Romulans fought admirably, honorably. You are without honor. <laughs> hey, he he said that. He said that the Romulans fought honorably. No, that battle come to me. <laughs> that they did, Mister Worf. All right, then. Uh, we'll see you guys next I time. Was totally looking forward to the development of how that movie could have, what was going to go on at oh, after what movie? that movie. Movie Nemesis. Oh the, yeah, man! Like the, the, the I, relationship with the new budding relationship yo, with the but, after Shazan. Totally, man. But like, yeah. if you're gonna let, okay. So next time around, uh, next time around the fucking Karma Wheel, mm-hmm. Frakes' first time out should not be a movie, man. <laughs> because, He's too used to directing TV. Yeah, well, that's like what the problem with the first movie was is my dad used to say is they're too used to writing an hour long script. Yeah, exactly. A two uh, two and a half hour long. Script no, but I'm gonna tell you what insurrection. Was a beautiful huh? episode of Star Trek that was the perfect episode to make yeah. a two-hour movie out of, and I was so glad it was on the big screen because Insurrection is a Insurrection beautiful story. Or Nemesis. Insurrection. Okay. Fuck Nemesis. <laughs> Insurrection okay. is an awesome movie. It's my favorite. Well, hold on. The Undiscovered Country just tapped me on the shoulder and said, "Hey, hold up." <laughs> the Undiscovered. I, I got you, Undiscovered Country. The under- Star Trek Six just came up behind me and tapped uh, me on the shoulder and said, "Hey, what are you about to say?" So listen, 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 listen. Insurrection is a great movie. I, uh, uh, <clears throat> the Vulcan side of me will not allow me to say the undiscovered country is not as good as Insurrection, but I really like the human side of me wants to say. Oh. Uh, Did you actually throw up, dude? Uh, no, Vulcan's trying to strangle me. Hold on, hold on. Ins- uh, the undiscovered country is a great movie. It's the best Star Trek movie, hands down. The end. Period. Good night. I hope you're not recording. I am still recording. It's flashing. Did you pause it? What's flashing? The recording light. It's oh. never flashed before. Oh, has it not? That's interesting. Maybe it's running out of space. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to stop now. Um, okay. I'm going no, to I mean, yeah, I... push. Let's Talk About Treks is a production of Anodyne Relay. We review the copyrighted works of CBS Paramount's Star Trek team, of whom no copyright infringement is intended. Our main producer is David Moody, and our writers are Jack and Earl. We record on Lenovo computers with Zoom. We mix with NCH Mixpad and Master and Kukos Reverb. Our sound engineer is EJ Thompson, and our intro and outro music features samples of Awakening by Waterboy from Pixabay.